Lately, there's been a lot of talk about coronavirus, and you might be wondering, what is a coronavirus? What is COVID-19? What are the symptoms, and what specific things do you need to know about it? I'm Himani Searcy, and in my podcast, Coronavirus Made Simple, I'm shedding light on COVID-19 in a simple, comprehensible manner. First, let's start with the basics. What is a coronavirus? Coronaviruses are actually a family of viruses that can cause a respiratory illness in people. Coronaviruses typically just circulate amongst animals like bats, cats, or camels, but occasionally they evolve to infect humans. Currently, there are seven coronaviruses that can infect humans. MERS, SARS, and our current coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, included. Coronaviruses are enveloped viruses, meaning that the virus has an outer layer of plasma membrane that comes from the cell they infected. This typically would mean that the virus would be more fragile with increased heat and humidity, but that's not the case with all coronaviruses. And since we're on the topic of structure, coronavirus, meaning crown virus, received its name from the proteins or spikes on its surface causing it to resemble a crown. Now, let's talk about the current coronavirus. Coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19, is a respiratory disease caused by a newly discovered coronavirus, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2, or as it's more commonly referred to, SARS-CoV-2. Our novel coronavirus originated in Wuhan, China, and like SARS and MERS, it likely evolved from a virus previously found in animals, specifically the bat. You're probably wondering, How does the virus work? SARS-CoV-2 is spread through respiratory droplets. This means it is spread by coughing, sneezing, breathing, and contact with contaminated surfaces. And to make things worse, even if the virus doesn't land on a person or an object, it could land on a particle in the air and stay there for up to three hours and it can infect you. Now, to get into the actual biology of the virus. The virus uses its external proteins or spikes to bind to receptors on our cells, specifically the angiotensin-converting enzyme 2 or ACE2 receptor on our lungs. This bond acts as a door and allows the virus to enter our cells. Once this bond occurs, the virus releases its RNA, its genetic material, which basically reprograms the cell into making copies of the virus. The virus turns our cells into factories for reproducing the virus. This process is called the incubation period, and it could last anywhere from two to seven days, and you typically don't show symptoms while this occurs. Now, let's go over how the virus can infect some people on a day-to-day basis. Some patients experience diarrhea and nausea during the incubation period. In the first three to four days, patients can experience shortness of breath, fever, dry cough, fatigue, muscle pain, loss of smell, loss of taste, and other cold and flu-like symptoms. By the fifth day, in severe cases, patients have difficulty breathing and their symptoms worsen. By the seventh and eighth day, patients with severe cases are hospitalized and most likely will have developed shortness of breath, pneumonia, or acute respiratory distress syndrome, a fatal illness that may require intubation, a process of placing a tube through the mouth into the airway so that the patient can be placed on a ventilator. By the ninth or 10th day, 
patients can experience more severe abdominal pain and an appetite loss. If the patient's symptoms worsen, they're typically admitted to the ICU. Depending on the patient, they could be discharged on the 17th day or on the 30th day. But it's important to remember that 80% of people recover and are able to carry on with their daily lives, and the majority of these people are not hospitalized. Now, let's go over the known symptoms. A person with COVID-19 could have a fever, cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, difficulty breathing, bluish lips or face, loss of smell, loss of taste, headaches, digestive issues, body aches, runny nose, sore throat, sneezing, hallucinations, intense hunger, and pink eye. It's also important to remember that not everyone has a fever when they have COVID-19. If you're displaying any symptoms, keep track of your symptoms and self-isolate for at least 14 days. If you are having difficulty breathing, seek medical attention immediately. There are a few ways that doctors have been treating COVID-19. The most common treatment is the combination of two drugs, hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. Doctors are using hydroxychloroquine with COVID-19 because chloroquine worked in vitro, meaning in a lab, with SARS. Hydroxychloroquine helps reduce inflammation, and when there's a lot of inflammation, a patient is more susceptible to superimposed bacterial pneumonia, and that's where azithromycin comes into play. Azithromycin is a ribosomal inhibitor, meaning that it prevents DNA replication and viral replication and it works to prevent superimposed bacterial pneumonia. Some hospitals are utilizing tocilizumab because it decreases inflammation and helps with the oxygen requirement, enabling patients to come off a ventilator faster. Some hospitals are also using remdesivir, which inhibits viral replication through premature termination of RNA replication. This means that the virus is stopped from creating more of itself. Remdesivir was used for MERS and SARS, but it was used in vitro for SARS, and it was only successful on animals who contracted MERS. In Israel, they've been using Pluristem's placenta-based cell therapy product, and that's been 100% successful with the patients that have used it. In Italy, they're testing Zeljans, an anti-inflammatory drug. There is another drug, Ivermectin, that has worked in vitro with SARS-CoV-2, our current coronavirus but the FDA strongly warns against taking Ivermectin until they have determined that it is safe for humans with COVID-19. It is also important to remember that these drugs are on clinical trials and that we currently do not have anything to treat the virus, just medication to treat the symptoms and effects. Lastly, here are some general important things to know. COVID-19 can live on most metals, ceramics, and glass for up to five days. It can live on plastics for two to three days. It can live on cardboard for a day and on paper for as short as a few minutes or as long as five days. One good thing is that COVID-19 doesn't seem to be spread through food. If you do end up getting sick, make sure you're staying home, contacting your doctor, covering your coughs and sneezes, washing your hands, avoiding touching your eyes, nose, and mouth, cleaning your surroundings, and monitoring your symptoms. But remember, just being sick does not mean you need to be hospitalized, and most people recover on their own at home, and the best way to avoid getting sick is by staying home. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. 
Stay safe and healthy at home.